0: staying focused for a long period of time on an outcome. Because right when you put focus on something, you're going to see unique opportunities you didn't before, you're gonna have different options,
1: you're going to have different breakthroughs. And when you set a goal or you set a dream, all of a sudden there's certain things that become more significant and other things that become less significant. And your brain cancels out the stuff that it doesn't see in alignment with that goal.
0: every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, number 1026, Is Imposter Syndrome Normal? Today, for episode number 1027, The Most Important Part of the Law of Attraction. So we have had many guests on here, Alan, who have talked about the law of attraction. You and I have done live podcasts. We have done meetups. Uh, they were called masterminds back in the day on the law of attraction. And I think as with anything, when your awareness raises, you understand things at a deeper level. And we're going to talk about what we think the most important part is. I don't know if you and I have the same thing, so it might be a little bit different, our takeaway for this episode, which will be interesting. That's okay with me. Okay. Well, I, I don't know if I told you this, but just for the listeners, I have a quote that I say on basically every podcast I'm on. Usually what'll happen is we'll get to the end and they'll say, do you have anything you want to leave the listeners with? And I usually say your reality becomes the parts of your imagination that you hold on to and pour into the longest, AKA your reality becomes the parts of your imagination that you focus on. So... Think of it this way. You might know somebody out there who every time you talk to them, they're focusing on the negative and they say, you know, um, I I just know in the future I'm not going to have any money or I just know in the future I'm going to be single or I just know in the future uh, I'm not going to have anybody around me. I'm not going to have any friends. I'm not going to have money. I'm not going to have wealth. I'm not going to have opportunity Uh, I'm not going to have good employment, whatever it may be. That person is most likely focusing on that. The odds of them getting that in their future, pretty high. They're pretty high because that's the way it works. If you, on the other hand, know somebody who is thinking and saying out loud, I know in my future... I'm going to have love. I know in my future, I'm going to have abundance. I know in my future, I'm going to have opportunity. I'm going to have impact. I'm going to have fulfillment. I'm going to have purpose. That person is more likely to get those outcomes because that is what they are focusing on. So, as you know, or you may not know if you're a new listener, I am a big fan of rap. I used to do a lot more rapping than I do. Time is just, there's not enough time right now for me to commit to writing. But Last week, so last weekend, I was supposed to rap with our buddy Mark Metry. So Mark and I had two hours on the calendar on Saturday. We were going to rap. And I was like, this is going to be awesome. I haven't rapped in so long. But something very unique happened. When I went from not rapping for like six months to having the thought that I was going to rap, I started to focus on it. So what happened? I would listen to different music in the gym. I would listen to random beats when I was working. I started to have lyrics literally come into my head, which happens when I'm in a writing pattern. Everything about rap, I was focusing on way more. And it's not a coincidence that I started to see things. I started to remember songs. I started to watch freestyles. That's not a coincidence. When I focused on this Saturday from three to five, I'm rapping, I started to see things that were in alignment with that. From my perspective, what the law of attraction is is, and again, Alan, you can go through it if you re- if you want to, just give like a an overview. But I really believe the focus aspect. I believe what you focus on for the longest period of time is the result that you will end up getting. When I became hyper focused on, well, I'm going to write, and I want this song to be really good. I want to impress Mark. Things started to come to me, and I started to see different songs that I didn't. I just they've always been there. It's always been there. It's been in my Spotify, but I wasn't thinking of rap. So it didn't really resonate with me. The second I wanted to rap, I started looking for different things. So the lesson from me in this episode, if you stay hyper-focused on something, of course, you're going to find more opportunities. Of course, you're going to see more options. And of course, you're going to make more progress because that is what you're focused on. Our mentor, David Meltzer, would say, set an, set an intention, pay attention. Pay attention means stay focused. I think a lot of us set intentions and then we lose focus and then we wonder why we don't get to the ultimate result. So from my perspective, the most important part of the law of attraction is staying focused for a long period of time on an outcome. Because right when you put focus on something, you're going to see unique opportunities you didn't before. You're going to have different options. You're going to have different breakthroughs. Things might make more sense or less sense depending on what you're doing. And if you could hold that focus for a long period of time, I think you'll be more likely to get a result. And I think that's one of the most important parts of the law of attraction.
1: So you asked me to explain the law of attraction and... I think I'm starting to understand it at a deeper level than I ever used to. And I, and I have said on this podcast that if you want to get to the next level, you're actually going to have to understand yourself and how the world works at a deeper level. And so, as you know, Kevin's more of a tactician. I'm more of a deeper understanding person, but we both do both. And so I'm going to go on the deeper understanding side here for a second. And I want to use the analogy of an escape room. So if you've ever done an escape room, you're essentially in a room and there's a bunch of clues on how to get out of the room. And I think that one of the fun things about an escape room is you're on a team toward a common goal. And when you're on a team toward a common goal, let's imagine you're in an escape, escape room and it's dark and you have a flashlight and you have to look around for clues on how to escape. You're going to notice things that you wouldn't normally notice because you're focused on the goal of escaping the room in a certain amount of time. So everything you're doing and not doing is entirely predicated on that goal. And I think that that's kind of how the law of attraction works. I remember when I did an escape room once, there was a black light that you had to use to see a code on the wall to unlock a combination in a box, which there was a key to another closet that had another clue. And it was like a murder scene Sort of detective escape room It's actually really really good I think it was up in Maine And the the point here is that When you're focused on the goal Of escaping the room as soon as possible And we wanted to be on the leaderboard We wanted to be the best And we wanted to like uh, There was a leaderboard at this escape room Of like if you can escape it within I don't know 45 minutes You would be the, you know, the best team And I think there was three of us And so we all are working Toward a common goal Let's break 45 minutes. We didn't. I think we ended up doing like an hour and 20. It was a really challenging escape room. But you're never going to notice highlighter on a dark wall with a black light if your goal isn't to escape the room. You know, if you were just in that room talking to a friend to have a deep conversation, you're not going to notice that. So you're going to get in life what you're looking for. But I'll go a deeper level. You're going to get in life... What your goals require you to look for And I think that this is why I'm the biggest advocate of goals And we did an episode recently that you don't need You know these crazy audacious insane high goals But you do need goals in general And this is why the law of attraction doesn't work for you If you don't set a goal that's clear And so so here's how I think it works And think from the frame of the escape room This is what I've come to understand coaching people from all over the world, different industries, different backgrounds, different ethnicities, you know, different countries, different cultures. And this is a universal, the way it works from my perspective. An individual sets, an individual has a certain level of self-belief. Okay, let's say it's level seven self-belief. That individual is able to think into their own future Again, the parts of your imagination you hold on to the longest in in your analogy here, Uh, your quote, a level seven self-belief creates a level seven vision of the future. That level seven vision of the future requires goals to achieve it. Those level seven goals require certain persons, places, things, and ideas to get focus. And this brings on the part that you're talking about with focus. Persons, places, things, and ideas. I know we learned a noun when we were kids. A noun is a person, a place, a thing, or idea. Everything in the universe, everything is a person, a place, a thing, or an idea. There is nothing else other than one of those four categories. So the persons, places, things, and ideas that you focus on are going to determine what you do and don't do. And what you do and don't do are going to determine how quickly you get to the goal. And how quickly you get to the goal is going to determine... How quickly you get to that imagined future reality. And so, essentially, what the law of attraction actually is, from my perspective, is it's like you're in a dark room with a flashlight and you set a goal, and then you look around, and all of a sudden, you notice different things that you wouldn't have noticed persons, places, things, and ideas to get you to your goal, AKA escape the room. And In this analogy, the escaping the room is escaping being stuck, escaping being depressed, escaping being not the best version of yourself, escaping being unhappy and unfulfilled, and the goal being fulfillment, which is maximizing your potential, greatest level of contribution, all that. So we talk often about when you lean into the future reality that you have imagined in advance that you want to create, aka dream chasers here at NLU the person's places, things, and ideas that are necessary to teach you the lessons necessary to achieve those goals in that future reality are going to be noticed. And then you've heard people talk about answering the call. So if you're out there right now and you're called to this podcast, what if you're called to this podcast because this podcast is a person, place, thing, or idea that's going to be necessary to teach you how to how to achieve your dream? And so if you have a dream to be A film director, you're most likely gonna notice a podcast of a film director talking about directing films more than NLU, and that's okay. That's how the law of attraction works. I feel like the answers are all around us all the time. We just aren't always looking for them. And I remember Kev one time he asked me like, "How do you know so much?" Something along those lines. Like, "Where did you learn all this?" And I said, "My goals required me to learn all this," and and even the goals that I had way back in the day were fairly high. So I, it was required. I mean, even something as simple as going to high school and doing well academically, that was a goal I had. So I had no choice, but to learn these things. And so, um, that's how the law of attraction really works, I think. And the very, very last thing I'll say on this, this monologue here, when you buy a car, we've all heard it. You notice that car everywhere. And I like to use the analogy of, of remember, uh, so my ex drove a certain car and I'll notice it everywhere. Right. And why? Because that car is significant to you in some capacity. And when you set a goal or you set a dream, all of a sudden there's certain things that become more significant and other things that become less significant. And your brain cancels out the stuff that it doesn't see in alignment with that goal. And I think that comes from an evolutionary perspective of hunter-gatherer days where we used to have goals to feed ourselves, goals to build shelter, goals to make a better life, goals to domesticate animals and all that stuff. So the law of attraction is really the science of achievement in a way, I think.
2: Hey guys, I wanted to jump on here and give a little bit of my experience about um, group coaching. So mine's been, I guess, a little bit different because I can't just say about group coaching without bringing in the whole because it's been a really immersive experience for me um so I I was just listening to a podcast that was talking about the ripple effect and it's just so amazing how that just one little decision can just make such a huge pack, such a huge impact in your life um and listening to the podcast was that for me just that just getting that sent to me and actually listening to it and it just kept having the ripple effect. I've um, not only the podcast, I, you know, I threw myself into book club, um, trying to make the monthly meetups, you know, Facebook, it's the whole experience for me. And um, one reason that's kind of held me back before and just really throwing myself into it is that I kind of would get ostracized from the people that I was close to. And so I was kind of hesitant to just be like, super into it because I, you know, I don't wanna be lonely. So this group has just really helped with that because I not only can just get on Facebook every day and see what's been posted and kind of comment and be a part, I have group coaching that was just, I'm learning stuff, I'm applying the habits, and I have other people that's doing the same exact thing that's struggling, you know, one of the biggest things that I think I gained from group coaching is When I went through that month of being so sick and just knowing how I would have dealt with that a year ago versus my mindset now, um, going through it and I wasn't able to do all of the habits, but I was so determined that I would just try to do as much as I could. And I just couldn't wait until I felt good enough to get back to doing all of them. And that knowledge, like that experience, that understanding meant more to me than getting a hundred percent in the habits. And it's just so much growth. I've just seen so much growth in myself. And I am so appreciative to have the group, to have, you know, that immersive experience. And I really appreciate all that y'all do.
0: I this is a good this is a good little exercise. And Alan, I'm sure you've experienced this. If you watch us or listen to us, if you're part of the next level family, I want you to think about this. And when I say this, this is something that you can't unhear. So this is how it happens. I want you to write down how many times you hear the words next level throughout your day. I hear it multiple times a day, every single day. It's always been there. It's always been there. People have been saying it for a long time. It just never had the importance or significance that it does to me now. I hear it all the time. When I'm watching Shark Tank, I hear them say it. They're like, oh, that's next level. All the time. Like on commercials, it's next level. I hear it all the time. So- That's, that's interesting. And that's kind of how it works is if you're looking for a yellow car, you'll find a yellow car, you'll see more, you're not going to see anything that's not there. But you're going to see something that has been there the entire time that just didn't make any sense for you to see yet. Exactly. And and I think a lot of people I don't want to say overcomplicate. But I think there's a lot of like, visualizing is very important. Yes. And focusing is very important. Obviously, you have to do the work. I mean, that is the most important part is doing the work, honestly. So taking the action is probably the most important, but making sure you're staying focused with a through line of what you're focusing on throughout your entire action taking process is also very
1: important. Very last story. I know we're going to go here, Kev. You remember when we went and saw, uh, we were in Boston and we interviewed David Meltzer in that hotel room Mm -hmm. and you smashed one of the lights. (laughs) Uh, I don't know why I brought that up. That was kind of funny. It was like the (laughs) darkest interview ever, right? But then we went to a meetup after, and um, that's where we met Joyce, and we ha- had sat down and did a and a with Dave. I remember, do you remember that really intense Boston intersection outside that restaurant where the mm-hmm. Q&A was? Kev, back then was before I bought my Subaru, Yeah, and I was noticing cars. And I remember telling you about this when we were walking to our car. I'm like, I'm noticing Hondas and Subarus everywhere. Because I was thinking about buying a Honda or a Subaru at the time. So I was just... And to me, I don't really care much about cars. So it's weird for me to look at cars. I'll like notice like, oh, interesting. That's, that's kind of a nice Honda. And it's like in my head, why am I looking at cars? This is a waste of my time. Obviously, back then it wasn't because I was car shopping. But I don't usually look at cars much. And because I had that goal... And once you said you were the one who suggested a Subaru... You were the one who said, these Subaru legacies are really nice. All of a sudden, I started seeing Subarus everywhere. That's how the law of attraction works. You just have to prime your reticular activating system. You have to focus on the goal and then trust that the person's places, things, and ideas necessary to achieve that goal are going to come into your orbit. And then you have to answer the call. And you also have to say no to the wrong person's places, things, and ideas. And I think that's the hardest part for me. I'll just be vulnerable here. I was good at saying yes to the courageous stuff. I was really bad at saying no to the person's places, things, and ideas that were outside of alignment. Whether that be alcohol or you know, drugs in the past or you know, family or, or friends that weren't serving my, my dreams and goals. That kind of thing. I wasn't good at saying no. I was really good at answering the call and saying yes. Um, I think you and I had opposite challenges on that. I think you were good at saying no. To the wrong person's places, things and ideas, but not necessarily leaning into the courage of the. I say no to really... basically everything, so it's yeah. kind of like you know what I mean. It's probably like a 75, 25. It's and like, I used I to say 25%. yes to everything. Yeah. Right. I used to right. say yes to everything. So yeah. we've we've found a drive to five, which yeah. is pretty
0: good. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah. Um, last thing I would say. When I was a bodybuilder and I was looking to compete in bodybuilding, if you looked at the people I spent time with, almost all of them were bodybuilders. -hmm. If you look now, podcasting and entrepreneurs, and like if you were, I could call. I mean, you know, I could call any number of podcasters right now. Many, many people that I talk to on a daily basis are podcasters. Very few of them are bodybuilders. So
1: that's that's just the level of. And so naturally, we're both out of shape now. Yeah, yeah, naturally. Well, we. I mean, that that is part of it. Yeah, that is part of it.
0: When you don't surround yourself with that you're less likely to get those results. It hasn't been that much of a focus. And now it is, obviously. Um, you'll be hearing me, just me, in a couple of weeks because
1: Alan's, <laughs> Alan's not making his weight. I'm two pounds off, so I should be good. But For the new listeners, the, to provide context, we yeah. promised each other and ourselves that we would weigh in 10 pounds lighter by August 1st. And uh, it's coming up quick. We've got 24 days, technically 25. And uh, let's just say I'm going to have to cut some water, some water weight. I'm going to we'll have to make cut sure some water weight. Yeah, thank you. But Appreciate it. We'll make yeah. sure you get there. I have to go exercise after this for sure. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I've been very hungry, so it's working. All right, next level nation. Uh, I've been talking about this a lot, but a lot of us, we do lose focus. We set a goal. Maybe it's in the beginning of the year. Maybe it's when we're in a motivational spurt. And we set this goal and we say, you know what? I'm going to do this by this date, but we don't stay focused. We don't surround ourselves with the right people necessarily. Maybe we don't know the strategy. Group coaching, our seventh round is starting July 12th. That is what group coaching is designed for. We will quite literally help you stay focused on the most important things. We will help you figure out what the most important things are, and we will help you stay committed and accountable with an amazing group. That is why group coaching is designed the way it is to make you the most accountable, most fulfilled, most consistent version of yourself. If you're interested, everything you need to know is in the show notes. And it comes out to, I don't know, it's its not super expensive. We, I say this a lot on, on other shows, Alan, we did not set up our business to make as much money as possible. We set up our business to help as many people as possible. So no matter where you are, there's somewhere that you can fit, whether it's listening to this show seven times a week. If you don't have the financial freedom, awesome. That We're going to do that forever. If it's group coaching, we made it affordable. Whether you want to pay up front, you want to pay over the course of three months, you want to pay over the course of, of six months. I think it ends up being like 75 or 80 bucks a month or something. So we want to make it as for affordable as possible. That is our goal. And we would love to have you in group number seven.
1: Now, imagine you could go uh, to a machine and put in some money, And then you could guarantee that you'd get way more money later on in the long run back. One thing I've been leaning into in my coaching is the science of achievement. And many of my coaching clients at this stage, I started off fitness coaching, then I did peak performance, then I did mindset, um, and now I'm doing business. And a lot of the people that I originally started coaching... Weren't business owners and now are becoming business owners, which has been really, really cool. But I've been very focused on the financial wealth creation side. Kevin and I and our business are really trying to grow and scale financially as well. And if you're out there right now and you're like, what is this coaching thing? Definitely dip your toe into group coaching. But uh, there was a client of mine, a book club member as well, posted this recently. She said, would you pay to move faster towards your dreams? Would you pay to move faster towards your dreams? That's essentially what Next Level Business Solutions is. And I have to correct myself. She's not a client yet. I was on the phone with her earlier, and I do think she's going to be a client, but I want to stay in integrity. I realized I misspoke there. But she posted this. Would you pay to move faster towards your dreams? And I read it, and I was like, that is exactly what coaching is. It's the Mario Kart booster that's going to get you to your own self-designed finish line. And so if you've ever wondered what coaching with me is like you can book your first call completely free free half an hour i'm not going to sell you anything it's pay as you play um but the first call is free and and it's in the show notes
0: boom and alan i well i was gonna say i've been your longest tenured client but i think i have technically been your longest tenured client for sure i believe and i've gotten some decent results
1: I think you're doing pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> we, got, we, we did some coaching right before this episode, actually. Yeah, we did. That's um, why I'm a little geez. salty. No, no, I'm just yeah. kidding. No,
0: I, and I, I, uh, all you got to do is go listen to me on another podcast when Alan's not there, and you will hear how highly I talk about Alan. And I can't imagine a better business coach. So if you are looking for that, let's just put it this way it's way, way, way more than worth the money. I get angry at Alan every single day that he's not charging more for his coaching <laughs> because it's it's just unreasonably valuable and I've seen the, the level at which he can help people. Next level nation tomorrow for episode number 1028. How important are your standards? Hopefully you're having a wonderful weekend. Join us tomorrow for Sunday's episode. As always, we love you. We appreciate you. Grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we do not have fans we have family we will talk to you all tomorrow please reach out thanks for joining us for another episode of next level university we love connecting with the next level family so make sure you follow us on instagram i am at never Quit
1: Kid, and alan is at a lazarus 88 also if you found value in this episode leave us a review using the link in the show notes and please share this with someone who's ready to get to the next level we will talk to you tomorrow